This week on Inside Motorsport, we continue our chat with Malcolm Wilson from M Sport. I hope you'll stay with us. Malcolm Wilson is a very fascinating man to have some time with and as we continue this chat with him we look at some of his thoughts on the future of motorsport. What do you think is the, the next big step forward for motorsport in general? It's in different parts of the world, it's got different levels of general uh, acceptance. What do you think motorsport needs or could do to really push it into the realm of the, the ball sports or the bat and ball sports as we call them here? Oh, gosh, I never really uh, thought about that to be honest. I think, you know, we, we just talked about WRC making a massive step and already, I mean, the, the amount of fans that I know that used to follow it as an example of the contacts and the emails that I've had since, since uh, Monte Carlo saying that WRC is back to where it was back in the, in the Group B era. So I think WRC's made a big step. Rallycross is very popular now as well. Um, I think it's what's going to be very interesting is the future. A lot will depend on how road car technology goes and how much electrification and things like that uh, take effect. Uh, you know, if you look at Formula E, I mean, it's it's really caught the imagination. Uh, I don't personally think it's fantastic racing, but. Um, it's something new which captures me and I think a lot as I say will depend on how the rest of the uh, road car worldwide wide really goes but I think although I think at the moment I think um, WRC has got a good platform WRX has look at GT series is growing I mean if you I just know myself because I was here three years ago and looking up at that paddock I mean up the first 12 first year there was hardly anybody next year it was halfway this year they're up to nearly the top so um, you know even um, GT racing's growing at a, you only have to look at the amount of manufacturers in, in, uh, in GT racing and I guess is GT racing it's going to be sustainable in the long term because that is a type of motorsport that has ebbs and flows around economy around the manufacturer support yeah, but I think, you know, I mean, again, a lot of the motor manufacturers are using it and they can see a very smart way to um, going a long way towards self-funding. I mean, you know, uh, the Bentley side of it, a lot of it is, is self-funding with what we've, you know, our relationship with Bentley and, you know, doing uh, the way that we sell our, all the customer cars and then the limited edition road cars. So, um, you know, it's, it's a good business model and it makes it, you know, in, in many ways it makes it a lot more sustainable for, for, for manufacturers. Is that the case with your rally program? You're still able to do a lot of customer work? Uh, the biggest, we, we, I couldn't do what we're doing on the rally side without, uh, without our customer base. Um, you know, we've still got great technical support and relationship with Ford, but you know, we don't get the funding and the only way that I can you know, get the funding is due to the customer business that we do. And uh, you know we've just done we've done over 200 R5s in the last sort of three years, um, and obviously a lot of WRC cars. So um, it's not self-funding this year with OCA, but uh, <laughs> at the end of the day, I took the decision and the gamble that you know hopefully it will pay off for us. With that, 
obviously it can't not self be self-funding for multiple years because that would just send you broke. How do you then turn that around? I mean, I've made the decision that I, you know, I'm prepared to make a commitment this year to do uh, to work with Sebastian. Um, there's, I, I can tell you now, there's no way that I could sustain it next year. There's absolutely, but I hope that, you know, with hopefully the results and anything that we'll get, you know, it'd be nice to think that Ford would, would come back. Uh, but you know, even if we could just attract uh, a title sponsor for the team. Uh, then for sure that would make all the difference. More with Malcolm Wilson in just a moment here on Inside Motorsport. Each week find out what the men behind the V8 news know and what the drivers and teams are going to do next. It's interviews and opinions on Inside Supercars. Yeah, yeah think, uh, and I had a bit a to do with him too with the Dunlop series. Mm. Sorry about Sorry, that, Kylie. Sorry, talking over the top here. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought, oh, I can talk about that. Tune in for more at sportradio.com.au or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars. Is there an opportunity with the partnerships that you build in the GT program that you can help extend those relationships across that way or are the types of businesses and the types of customers they're looking to get contact to so so diverse that there is no crossover? No, there's no, there's no real uh, crossover with the customers to be honest. I mean, the people, I haven't, I haven't uh, you know, we've been doing Bentleys for three years now and I haven't seen any crossover, to be honest, between a rally customer and a race customer. They're, they're, they are entirely different. I wouldn't, I wouldn't rule it out in the future, but it's not something that's. Uh, I guess I'm talking <coughs> sponsorship and sponsor. Ah, sponsorship. Sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking partnerships uh, at the sponsor level. And yeah, I mean, uh, we, you know, we have, you know, to be honest, we have looked at joint things with, with, uh, you know, because obviously Bentley are very keen to, you know, reduce their costs, and obviously I'm keen to reduce them. So we have looked at joint. Um, Sponsorship proposals is not something that we haven't done. We have definitely done that, um, but unfortunately, there's none of them come to fruition yet. Where do you think this GT race in Bathurst can become in the world lexicon of motorsport? Well, I think it's one of the. It's certainly a very iconic in, in GT racing in terms already, and I think the outreach. He's, uh, I've heard that he's even uh, better numbers than likes of Nürburgring 24 hours, which, which, uh, which is great news for, for, for Bentley. So, um, you know, it's the only uh, non-blank pain event that we will do this year. So I think it tells you that, sends out a clear message that it's, uh, it's a great event and obviously one that we're very, very happy to come and do. Is this race comparable with what you see at the blank cane events and the way it's run, the way it's executed? Oh, yeah, there's no question. I mean, uh, I think if you look at, at this point in time, as I say, uh, the numbers of spectators here will outweigh any uh, number of spectators at the blank pane series. But, you know, we are seeing, as I mentioned to you earlier, what how I've seen it grow here, we are getting the same growth in, in blank pane in Europe as well. So, uh, but it's certainly not at, at these levels, but it is certainly is uh, certainly growing. I think because of the amount of the fact that you've got 10, 12 premium brand manufacturers involved. <coughs> is there a point where 
the blank pain series will top out, do you think? And because you've been through so many ebbs of flow at WRC, I guess you'd understand how that would happen in GT racing. No, I don't think so. I think, uh, as I say, I think if you look around, there's, it's uh, it's a much better business case for being, as I say, not 100% self-funding, but you know you, you need to look at the amount of Audi GT3 cars have been sold, the amount of Mercedes, look here now, BMWs. Uh, we've sold 25, 26 Bentleys. Um, so I think it's uh, it doesn't require the same uh, manufacture funding as something like a WRC or an LMP program does. So I think there's a chance of it. And of course, it's you know it's very well organised and run. And Stefan Rattel's got a uh, a very good grip, you know. And he's you know he's been through a lot of years of good years, bad years, but. You know, now he seems as though he's got a really good good formula and one which is uh, very attractive to manufacturers. Mm. Well, Malcolm, hope you enjoy your stay down here. I don't know if you're going to have any time to have a bit of uh, relaxation and recuperation in the Australian sun, but uh, we uh, certainly hope you get a lot of enjoyment out of this year's 12-hour. Thank you very much. Yeah, I don't. Unfortunately, there's not much time for that. I'm, uh, I flew in yesterday morning and I'm back out to Sweden rally next week, but. Uh, I certainly enjoy the event because it is it's it is a fabulous event and yeah big and just a big thank you to everybody for the support that we get. Fantastic to catch up with Malcolm Wilson there. We'll have more next week on Inside Motorsport. Until next time around, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.